At first, I thought your shirt was a basketball holding a football. What is it? <laughs> God, that would be a good shirt. It does look like it has like the two white. Yeah, stripes. that would be a cool yeah. shirt, actually. But no, it's a it's a basketball holding a sipping a soft, soft drink. drink. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Which thing. makes so much more sense. Yeah, having a, having a little cuppy coffee, if you will. Hey everybody, welcome to Pursuing Pixels. This is episode number 33 and my name is Kevin Portelli and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolary. Hey everybody. DJ Mandolini. Yo. And John Hines. Hello, hello. And we are back again to talk about some more video games per usual, although uh, I think we're going to talk about some uh, card-based video games today. Heck yeah. Uh, I'm in more ways than one, but we'll get to, we'll get to some of that later. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> DJ, uh, D, well, DJ is the only one of us that has not been playing uh, Slay the Spire. And I know that we're a little late to the party here. This game, uh, I think, was out in early access for a really long time. Yeah, like 2017, um, I want to say. Yeah, it's been I've definitely heard some podcasts that I've been listening to for years. Like, I feel like this game has just been in my conscience forever. Yeah. Um, And now it is uh, available on the Switch. And I think uh, it's like finally like out. Right. If I'm yes. not mistaken, I June think they're maybe future official release. Yeah. Okay, nice. And I'm sure there are, I shouldn't say I'm sure, but there may be future updates. But essentially, this is like a uh, a turn-based RPG that plays out as like a deck-building card game. Uh, it has roguelike elements where it's procedurally generating like a map of different nodes where it's like, oh, you know, it, it just kind of lays out. You can pick a few different branching paths of like, okay, I'm going to go the enemy router. There's a bunch of question marks. Like, I don't know what I'm going to get, but maybe I'll take my chances or, oh, yeah. you know, different treasure nodes and a, a few different, uh, there's different rest spots where you can either upgrade a card or, uh, or regain some health. Um, but it plays out pretty similarly to, I mean, I've I've never personally played stuff like Hearthstone, but I've I did play quite a bit of Magic: The Gathering, oh, like yeah. the actual physical card game growing up, and uh, this plays like a slightly more simplified version of that, and a, and a slightly more uh, fast paced version. I shouldn't say simplified because I mean, there's a lot of a lot more in depth like mathematics going on and and multiplication and and stuff like that. Uh, more than you could do at least quickly, you know, playing with pen and paper or with physical cards. I'd still, but, uh, I'd, I'd still say it's fair though that it's simplified compared to Magic: The Gathering, though. But in a good yeah, way. I, That's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, not at all. And and I guess uh, faster pace in the sense like you just have like a set amount of like mana essentially yeah. to use the magic term or like energy for each turn. Yep. Um, and then you you kind of. Yeah, you just kind of you're you're shuffling out your hand each time, and that's kind of the thing that kind of speeds up the process as well. So whatever cards you're not able to play, those just get discarded into your discard pile, and then you draw a full new hand each time. Um, and there's three different characters that you can pick from. They all have like slightly different decks and different, um, you know, different abilities or just just different kind of uh, mechanics. Yeah, uh, mechanics. Yeah, to different their their combat, styles, I guess. honestly, and to some degree. Yeah, Absolutely. especially that I forget the names of the characters other than I've been playing as the silent, yeah. uh, which is the second of the three characters that yep. or at least seemingly three characters. I don't For some reason, I thought there were more than that, but I've seen I, allusions to all, that, too, but I've only got three of them as well. Yeah. Mm. And it's it seems like pretty much like after you just play a run as the first character, you unlock the second character. Like there didn't seem to be any kind of difficult hurdles, thing like i didn't yeah. have to beat the game as one character to unlock another one and then maybe uh, will yeah yeah that's true yeah maybe yeah. that's how you get some of these other characters if there are any more but you essentially other than that like there's not a huge uh overall like or overarching like there, there's no huge sense of progression like you're kind of each run is independent you there are it lo- seems to be like about five tiers where like okay i've gotten enough points with this character to get to level two, I unlock three new cards that are available to me in each run or uh, or a new relic that might be, which is kind of like a buff or right. a perk that you get uh, on any given run. Um, but other than that, like unlocking these few different tiers, it's pretty much seems like each run is just an independent game against the computer, like almost a game of solitaire um, where yeah. you're, you know, it. I don't know. It's it's very interesting. Like it's it seems like I'm finding myself falling in the trap of like just playing cards really quickly and like 
boom, boom, boom. But like it really matters which cards you play in which order. Oh, big time. Like you definitely have to if you're going to try to weaken an enemy before you attack them, like that's more valuable than just attacking them first. You know, even if you play the same three cards in a turn, it it matters what order you play them in. But absolutely. Are, what what character are you both playing at? Why don't we start with you, Randall? Who are you playing as? Are you going silent as well? Uh, at first, it was a lot of the silent. Uh, I actually played the crap out of this game with my buddy Steve on Thanksgiving night. We were just like addicted to it and we were kind of doing like we were talking with Baba as you it's kind of another one of those games where one person might not have the controller but they're still playing right there's you can still yeah. kind of make help make decisions um especially because every so often you'll come to these question mark uh areas where you have to make a decision on like uh you can lose one card but gain 75 gold or you know maybe you'll get a special relic but you get a curse card that'll show up and if you don't get it out of your hand in time you'll you know start with a, a vulnerable um debuff on you which you know makes you take more damage as the combat goes on so uh, we had a lot of fun kind of passing the controller back and forth <laughs> playing through that way and we ended up seeing the credits uh that night and it was kind of the first night I'd played Slay the Spire. Wait, what? You beat the game? Yo. Yeah. So, well, let's go, Ray. <laughs> you think you are? D- we got another DJ on our hands. I saw uh, credits. I, there's, well, there's hey, that, that's, that's, the that's further than I've gotten. So how many, uh, I guess, spoiler alert, but how many acts are there? Because I've gotten to the third act. Oh, okay. 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 okay I was a little start. closer than I thought. I was under the impression that's there was still, more. But what do you, you okay, said there so, was like a hundred. Yeah, I, I just assumed it was going to be like a hundred floor <laughs> climb or something, <laughs> but... <laughs> what uh? What, so what? Do, what do you mean to start, Randall? I've seen in doing a little bit of research, it looks like there's more acts once you've kind of beaten with the game with all three characters. It's and there's this ascension mode that can add kind of different aspects to your runs afterwards. Like you beat the game, it opens up the ascension mode that you can either check or not when you start the game. And for instance, with the silent, um, I think it was. If I went into ascension mode, uh, there'd be more elite boss battles uh, as opposed okay. to just regular enemies. Um, but otherwise, and, it didn't and, seem horribly more difficult, I would say. Um, yeah, but that's interesting because each uh, each elite battle, I think, gives you a relic. Is that correct? Like, so you get true. a random relic that gives you a, a random perk. Yep. And a lot of those perks are pretty powerful. Like, oh, the, for yeah. example, the silent, your, your starting buff automatically is that you get to draw two extra cards. Which is a big In deal. each hand. So you have seven instead of five. I yep. think five is the standard. And yep. again, you have three energy. But like one of my favorite cards and I I was I had a couple other stacks where like I had uh, I was able to like kind of up my uh my card count even more like I, I like sometimes you'll get a card that says like do four damage and draw two extra cards yep. next turn yep. and then there I, there's this card called bullet time which uses uh three energy or three mana or whatever and then it makes every card in your hand cost zero to play right so sometimes Holy. especially uh, with the silent character um i would get that in my first hand right off the bat sometimes and it's like i can just play this whole spread and i get my two extra cards because it's the first combat so i can just like boom 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 or just stack my defense and it really is like you're you're doing a pretty pretty significant juggling act between attacking and defending yep and uh, and also like wearing off or i guess there's not really or at least i haven't found any ways to negate buffs that are put on you but are there, are there ways, cards that you can play yeah. okay i maybe haven't seen and there's potions you can get oh yeah and there's uh as randall mentioned you can get cards actually removed from your deck when you go to uh, a merchant yep. um you can buy new cards buy new potions and items and stuff but you can actually pay i think it starts at 75 coins yep or gold or whatever to remove a card from your deck. So let's say you took a chance and said, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm pretty close to a rest here. So I'm going to take this cursed card and I only have to get through one more battle and then I can just ditch it for 75 coins. So it's worth it for me to get this relic, you know, or, oh, yeah. or whatever it might well, be. And, and then, you know, at some points I, I had a run where I got a relic that said, like, if you pick up a cursed card, increase your max HP. So it's like, well, shoot. Oh, my God. Why not then? <laughs> right. So, like, and I, yeah, there's 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 relic elements, especially relics associated with like every aspect of this game like honestly they like yeah. they, they thought of every possibility with this like even in the store like we were talking about there's a relic to cut the cost of items in half there's you know oh man right there's yeah, a relic I, I to think... reduce the uh amount it costs to remove a card from your deck you know everything yeah i think every run that i've played i don't think i've seen a relic twice i think every time so it's far, always new me. stuff like 
and and after you beat like one of the full or one of the acts i guess yeah. um you you get to pick from three of them so after every act i mean I'm, i've seen quite a few yeah and i would say i've seen at least 20 25 totally independent relics and there seem to be even more yeah so, oh yeah yeah and they they I, I don't know. I just really like, you know, I, I mentioned I've mentioned a bunch of times on the podcast. I'm all about that risk versus reward. Oh, and this yeah. game is just constantly throwing that in your face. Rogue like you want to. Yep. Exactly. Like, <laughs> do you want to like I, I got some buff that was uh, I, I can't remember what it what perk it gave me. But it, instead of after each battle, you typically almost every battle, maybe every battle you get to choose from one of three cards. Mm-hmm. But this perk I had would just like eliminate two. So I just got the one card, whatever card it gave me. But I think it gave me like an extra like 30 max HP oh, or it, it was something. I don't know if it was that. That sounds a little too drastic. That's but possible. It was something that gave me an, a pretty significant upper hand. I felt. Yeah, uh, I felt like it was worth the trade off. So, right. Yeah, I think the very first um, like the act boss that i got those like relics on i think that you can you get the opportunity to sometimes get ones that have like only positive effects and then other times it's like one positive and one negative yep. and i think the very first one i had they were all one positive and one negative right and, like they were they were all like really brutal for my first run like one of them was like lose the ability to gain gold yep and one of the other one was like lose the ability to gain energy yep oh and i was like i i can't oh i I went with gold and i just wasn't able to go to a shop ever again it really hampers you too i i had the same experience and i'm like oh my god how do i get stuck with this relic like it's mm -hmm. over it's not gonna happen yeah yeah, I guess there is a little bit of chance. We were talking a little bit about that. And I, and I haven't hit any of that exact like, oh, man, I'm I'm just screwed on this run because of something that happened or because of a card I got or didn't get. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think this game is a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like the like, especially when you get like a random card that you've never gotten before that adds like a completely new mechanic. Yeah, like even before we started recording, I was playing and I got the ritual dagger card which is a card that does 15 damage and but it exhausts it which means that once right. you play that card you can't play it again for that round right yeah. it's just completely removed but if you use that uh, card to kill an enemy it permanently raises oh. the damage it does by three yes yeah. or if you upgrade it it like permanently raises the damage it does by five so like that card, the more you play it as just like killing blow, just gets stronger and stronger. Yeah. And I've had some cards stack where like I was able to I think I, I had some buff where like every time I played three attack cards in one hand mm-hmm. or in one turn, I would get my uh, I forget what what uh, stat it is, but whatever upgrades your defense. So every I was going up one or two in defense every time I played three attack cards. So some of the quicker like minion battles would go by pretty quick. I wouldn't be able to stack that. But during some of the like tougher boss fights where you are kind of taking turns that are just stacking defense and like you're not necessarily on and all. OK, I'm just going to wipe these enemies out. And not that all the combat is that simple. It's definitely most of the battles other than the very first few are you're having to put some thought into it right oh, yeah. off the bat, which I, mm-hmm. I really appreciate. And that that's a really fine balance to strike with these roguelike games like they got. We were talking about that as well, John, like that balance of like you want a little more or like, oh, if I just had that one item or oh, if I if things just went a little differently or oh, if I played that hand a little better or mm-hmm. if i drew better cards but just just something that keeps you like i and enough randomness that like you feel the like the pull to try again but not oh, enough yeah. randomness that you feel like you had no chance and there's yeah, so many gambling. options available too right like in any given hand uh and and i should say too uh in most of these combats you're you're up against multiple enemies it's not just the one so mm-hmm. you're having to make choices. You're seeing above their head because often they'll above their head. They're they're basically telegraphing what their next turn move is going to be, whether it's a which attack, I love, whether it's a shield for they're going to defend themselves or it might be question marks. It might be a swirly thing. That means they're going to do some shitty negative debuff on you or whatever um, or, you know, call in more help. Um, so you're having to make decisions on not just attacking, but who you're going to attack and for how much, um, you know, how much block do you need to put on too, because you've only got so much energy to spend on these cards. So there's a lot that plays into each turn, even though you can generally play them pretty quickly. So it's just so addicting that loop. 
Yeah, it's it definitely has that addicting quality and just like the one more run oh, kind of man. thing, even though the runs are a little bit long for sure. I would say, you know, hour, hour and a half probably to get through. I've, I've gotten not all the way to the final boss of that third act, but yeah. I've definitely made it pretty, pretty deep into the third act. Yeah. And to this game's credit, every run, even any quote unquote failed run still adds to your overall progression where there's a experience bar at the end of every run that's gaining. Um, and you know, once you hit a level, uh, of experience, it's unlocking generally three new cards that you haven't likely seen before that get added to your deck for future runs. So just every time it just keeps progressing forward. Um, and I'm super addicted. I'll say too that I, I beat the game again with the Ironclad as well. <laughs> Man, how much uh, time did you put in? Uh, I I think I because it's the Switch, and I think it's you know within like seven days or whatever. It won't tell me the play count, but uh, right at least ten hours, at least. Okay, well, that's, okay. Not, that's not a ton. Yeah, yeah. I was expecting way more. You're yeah, just a, the you're just better. You're, yeah, you're just better than us. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no argument. So there. what I used in the Ironclad run that just worked like crazy for me is there's a, a buff called Strength, and Strength just like doubles and quadruples your attack power, and it just stacks on top of itself through a, a given combat where. And you can get relics that say add three strength for your first turn. And then it just stays there and it just like keeps adding on top of itself where I was able to like knock out lower level enemies in like a turn or two um, and just kind of had the right cards in my hand as I'm building through because you're getting opportunities to add these new cards. So anytime a card said anything to do with strength, whether it'd be affected by strength or add more strength, I would just grab it. Um, and then that just kind of reinforces a strategy that you're making on the fly, which I think is another really addicting element of this. Cause I love that type of deck building and customizing and just figuring out a strategy as you're going on a given run. I love it. Yeah. I, I do love like stacking those abilities. And I guess one thing we didn't uh, mention is, is the abilities or the powers you do, you can get cards that are going to give you like a power. Yep. Uh, so for example, like, uh, the silent, one of the ones that I use pretty often is like the retain one card at the end of each hand. So you're able to, uh, essentially at the end of each hand, I can pick one card and I was able to upgrade that card and actually pick two cards then after that to save from each hand. So you can, you can even get more strategic with how you're playing out. Okay. Like I know they're attacking next turn, so I'm going to save these defensive cards and go on the all out onslaught on this one. You can, you're open to even more options, which is pretty cool. Or I've got Um, like uh, two cards that are both three energy, but that's all I get per turn. So let me save one of these other guys so I can slam them with this next turn. Right. Right. Well, uh, I think we've all talked enough uh, playing cards by ourselves. So, <laughs> so good. <laughs> why don't, oh, why don't you talk transition. about some cards? Uh, oh cards with other God. people on the Internet, DJ. Uh, yeah, I've been playing a lot of multiplayer games lately. Uh, predominantly, I've been on the uh, Euchre 3D app <laughs> on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those who aren't familiar, Euchre's a nice little Midwestern card game Very that Midwestern. you play uh, four people. You eat, everyone has a partner, and it's just like a basic trick-taking game. Um, but is, and what is a trick-taking game? Like like hearts, or, you, you know, just everyone plays a card, and whoever plays the most powerful wins the trick. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and each, everyone's hand is, you know, five cards, um so after the five cards are played you see who won points and you play to 10 points um and this is uh, i didn't grow up knowing this game but like there are a lot of uh there's a lot of people from michigan at oh, my yeah. uh in my yes, work randall and i can attest, <laughs> and I can attest. <laughs> this is a very long family tradition like bust out the card tables and the whole kitchen is full of like a euchre tournament it's basically. the default yeah, if you go to any VFW hall in Michigan, they're going to have a Euchre tournament every week, nice. guaranteed. Yeah, <laughs> it, that's where I should have grown up. Like we, <laughs> VFW hall. <laughs> yeah, we have we have uh, annual tournaments at work. Uh, we used to have like a like a team or not te- like a league, but that kind of died out. Um, so now, uh, you know, go to these other like leagues in Chicago, but you know, sometimes you know you. 
it's hard to coordinate getting like the right number of people all together. And it's just let me just uh, bust out the app and just quickly find a bunch of people that are ready to go. Um, it it's really nice that it prevents anyone from like misplaying. Like you know when when someone leads the hand, if you have uh, a card of the suit that they led with, you must follow suit and right. oftentimes uh when you play euchre some people cheat i mean we we play misplay <laughs> well yeah. we've played with a lot of people dj like with our with more with your group of friends like kind of i feel like teaching some like some people are playing for the first time right. so it is like it's, oh i just yeah. forgot that that one with some rule drinks. or whatever <laughs> yeah so this yeah. honestly would probably be a nice way to learn how to play the game that's you know? true yeah, uh, it uh, <laughs> it was great. We uh, we we had a friend uh, in town, and he had been learning by playing this game. But he was like way too nervous to play in person. It's just like there is there is a level a level of tension. Oh yeah, that gets added in person. It could be intense with your teammate. Even yes, oh yes, that's what I'm talking. <laughs> about. Oh okay, yeah, because this is one of those games where you're you're essentially supposed to have no table talk Correct. at all, like to the point of you know no even hinting at like I'm gonna pass on this right. card. You, you know you can't you you can't hint at anything. You're no. supposed to just be stoic. I'm a purist. And, yeah, can't. yeah. <laughs> well, and on on this app, there's none of that. Right. I mean, unless you're playing yeah. with people who are actually playing with each other in the same room, I guess. But so on this app, there. Uh, a few predetermined messages you're allowed to send to the entire table. Like (laughs) let's go if someone's taking forever or ouch. And sometimes if like someone, (laughs) the splatoon method of just saying booyah. (laughs) Nice shot. Nice shot over here. So like, you know, sometimes there's uh, little amounts of table talk that could happen. Like, you know, uh, your partner says that, they want hearts to be the Trump suits and you could message like nice one and be like, okay, well then my <laughs> partner liked that. So th- there are small amounts of possible table talk, but it's pretty good altogether. And like, um, even like th- you'll even get a lot of players who will like, if they see that they're going to lose or whatever, they will just drop out. Um, or but they won't like officially leave so it's it's nice that the game lets you just like if someone's gone for like 20 seconds like you're allowed to boot them and like a computer player will come in and instantly oh that's nice you know take their spot and you know play more or less the way they should okay Um, because i was wondering that when like we were setting up this podcast and you just opened the app up and yeah. you know, like, Oh yeah, I'm I playing, playing with Euchre. people. <laughs> and I, I wasn't sure if it was like asynchronous or whatever, because like I wasn't expecting you to be able to play a full game. Right. And I, when you would put away the app, I like, is the computer just taking over now? That's, you or? that's just how much I love you guys. That I'll <laughs> stop mid game. But is Euchre a computer finishing that game? Yes. Oh Yeah. I won't get any of the credit that comes from like if my team were to win, but gotcha. And what do you get for the credit right. that you get? Like, can you just There's, buy random I, skins and stuff no, like that? Well, I, I just play ranked. So like you, up you can upgrade ranking. the ace so that it's- <laughs> <laughs> oh, double God. damage. Right? Ace plus. <laughs> oh, oh that's hilarious. Just a deck full of, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I've forgotten how to play Euchre, so I don't even know what the like Get special the hat, cards are. <laughs> the Bowers. The Bowers? The, yes. Yeah. What, oh, the, the Jack Bowers? The Eddie Bowers. <laughs> <laughs> what, what designates um, the 3D in, in this game? What's, I mean, there's... <laughs> there, you know, you know, there, you ta- there are cards that go on the table. It's, it's 3D. What it's do 3D. you mean? <laughs> I mean, it, does it have like a... I don't know. I'm trying. Does it look like one of those like just cheap like touch screen at the bar, you know, mini game I mean, card game? I mean, it's poker. What, what like type solitaire. of production value are we talking here? It's not great. It doesn't look bad. I don't just know. like just like a I nice. Mean, it's fine. A nice mobile game. <laughs> I want a cool splash screen you. like solitaire. I when made I win. this app. Does that happen? <laughs> I didn't make this app. <laughs> oh, it's cards everywhere. <laughs> 
What's that? I want a cool splash screen like Solitaire when I win. I want cards to be just hopping around everywhere. Yeah. That is that is a very satisfying. Do you get that in Slay the Spire? <laughs> Kevin will never see it. Yeah. That'd be great. Well, uh, well, DJ, I know you've been playing some more online games. Oh, you do, uh, do you? Present, <laughs> you present know what I've past. been playing? Uh, yeah, so... I have not been playing this game, but I saw that Titanfall 2 was Mm going to be coming to PS Plus this month, which is a game I love, um, but it reminded me of another game made by Respawn Entertainment, uh, Apex Legends. uh, I forget that's the same team. Yeah, Yeah. man. I had to, you know, I was like, you know, there's a similar feel to these, and I looked up, oh, yeah, it's the same. same. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But yeah, it has given me my fix of like very agile first person shooter. Nice. Um, like that is how I like most of my games is to be like super agile. So, you know, obviously with first person shooters, that's that's my go to. You play um, any Quake back in the day, DJ? I didn't. Oh, I, I know. Continue. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so uh, season three of this game came out recently. So I was like, let me just check this out. And like, have you played any of the previous seasons? I I had done it when it first came out. Um, So I did the first season and, you know, they've they've added some more characters, none of which I've unlocked. So I can't you know speak to them yet. Interesting. I didn't realize that they were locked characters. Yeah, like there's uh, like credits you can earn or purchase if you'd like Uh, Um, it is free to play isn't it it's it's free yes free to start it's free to play um but you know if you want you know easy access to these unlockable characters just pay for it right otherwise it's a grind otherwise it's everything else is free about the game they're selling skins Um, i'm assuming as well they gotta be yeah i imagine I think that yeah, I've, I've, I, I don't. I don't focus it. on that stuff. Right? <laughs> and I try I, to stay above that. <laughs> <laughs> well, in all honesty, I mean, I appreciate that more in the sense of like that's something like you're not paying to win. You're just right. paying to yeah. be like, hey, you know what? I play this game all the time, and I'm I want to throw them ten bucks. Yep. And this gun looks cool, or this outfit looks cool, or whatever. Yeah. You know what? Like, I don't even like that often. Like playing to win, like in the sense of like I don't like the. I don't know the the process of like oh like you've you know leveled up this gun and so like now for anyone new who's joining the game they have to fight an uphill battle like yeah I kind of like with Apex Legends like you just have your hero that has these abilities you know and that's what you get yeah whether this is your first game or your hundredth game like that doesn't change like so there's nothing stopping you from you know. There's no progression that you're unlocking for each character. Yeah, just you getting better at the game and working better as a team. Kind of the Um, Overwatch model that way. Yeah, yeah. Another game I love. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, like, this is... uh, I I don't know a ton about this game just because it's one of the... uh, In the genre of, I believe it's a battle royale. It is. Okay, like, it's one of the lesser famous ones, so I don't know as much about it as, say, like... PUBG or Fortnite, Fortnite or yeah. it's it's a team based uh so you have squads of 3. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Um very similar to like uh Fortnite style like you start up in this like aircraft uh, and you decide when your team is going to drop. Mm-hmm. Um it's cool like it just it forces you all together to begin with like one of you is like the jump master decides when your team drops and huh. you know if you don't like where they're gonna go and you, you just want to do your own thing you're allowed to break away from the team but oh geez uh, you know fuck you because <laughs> right you're more often than not like you know people get caught in a three on two early on it's 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 over right mm-hmm. um so it can be uh a little frustrating needing to do some of that coordination uh and I'm speaking as someone who does not play using a microphone. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, a, a lot of people do and, you know, it's, it's smart and I, I just never, that's just not a thing that I've ever. It's something I definitely, especially that it's only a three person team. Like it's definitely something I'd like to try with yeah. like a yeah. group of us that wants yeah. to play. Cause like if it's, 
if I'm talking to people that I know and like, I can enjoy it. But you just never know who you're going to be talking to on on the PlayStation or on the Xbox or yep. whatever I got on the har- internet. I got yep. harassed the other day by my teammates. Like I, you know, I I had taken out a squad and then my teammates died, but I was out of bullets, so I couldn't do anything. So yeah. I just ran. But they're like, "What are you doing?" And I couldn't <laughs> be like, "I have no ammo. What do you want?" Do you have like the option to turn off like? talk like yeah, from yeah, your teammates. yeah you can turn it off and, okay uh, so, so it's my fault <laughs> <laughs> well you d- you kind of want to be in the loop though right. if they're trying to strategize or something sure. but that is yeah. something though that i've seen and again i i only watched you and i think i played like one round that when we when it first came out we like down you were like just download it just check it out and uh i just appreciated like the the ping system in the game which is like kind of like I, I don't know exactly how it works. Again, I haven't played much, but it's something to the effect of your, you know, you highlight something with your cursor and you essentially either click the joystick in yeah. or something or double click it. And it's actually going to say, like, if you're looking at like a gun on the ground, you're going to your character will kind of yell out like, hey, there's a there's an extra gun in here. Oh, wow. There's extra ammo over here. They'll kind of like call out. That's smart. what they're what they're saying. And then I think there's also like there's just again. Uh, back to just like kind of quality of life improvements yep. that we talked about with Pokemon last week. But it seems like they're just streamlining like uh, there's something I just remember reading about. Like if there's a new gun, it'll just straight up tell you, is this gun better than the gun you're using? Nice. Or is it not? And or is, is it something yeah, there, like there, that? There's like it's, color coding. It's very, that like, makes it easy dry. to see. Nice. Like, you know, basic stuff will be gray, like, you know, level two stuff will be like blue and so on and so forth. Yeah. Do um, you find that ping system comes in handy, especially not playing with a microphone? I mean, are you calling oh, out? Because yeah. I think you can like highlight an enemy, like if you're sniping even and be like, hey, enemy yep. in the distance and yeah, stuff like can, that. You can find wow. Wow, that's cool. Are. A lot of times I'll just be like, hey, like, you know, there's this great sniper attachment. I don't I don't have a sniper, but like maybe one of my teammates wants this and it'll be like, oh, this is a X like eight X times <laughs> scope or whatever. Right. So, yeah. And again, they can then easily choose to ignore that or be like, oh, yeah, I'm sniping. I yeah. want that. So, yeah, I, I really like that aspect of it, especially like taking out like or even like we talked about real quick with like Splatoon or Rocket League or something with the quick like, yeah. you know, or Euchre 3D, like the, with the quick one or two, you know, choices for dialogue. I kind of like that in this, too, even though you can play with a headset. You have like a totally viable option of playing and still being able to strategize with your team of strangers. Right. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. You should get it. And you should get Titanfall too. <laughs> yeah, we need. We definitely need to download Titanfall oh, since it's uh, you guys PS need to Plus download this it month. and invite me over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, uh, you've been playing one more online, not to just keep the ball, just uh, put the pressure <laughs> on DJ. Me? But uh, DJ's uh, digging digging into the past a little bit, and I know uh, Randall and I have a little more experience with the campaign in this game. The past of us. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, why don't you talk about, because to be honest, I I always kind of forget that The Last of Us uh, even had an online multiplayer it's mode. It's the only mode that matters. That is and, uh, incorrect. <laughs> we the can internet's talk more in about an that. uproar about that for sure. I know, uh, I know. I know they announced that there was not going to be this mode in the Last of Us Two, and if they're if they do make some kind of multiplayer thing, it'll be a separate release. I believe they said. That's because everyone uh, loves the single player. Last of Us continue. Well, if, if they don't have yourself. if they don't have multiplayer for Last of Us Two, I'm not getting it. So. <laughs> well, I kind of like that. I I do appreciate though that they're like, hey, I mean, I I read like a short press release and it was just basically like, hey, we want to commit all of our resources to this campaign and Last yeah. of Us Two and what we want to do. Inferior part. And, and and if we do something with the multiplayer modes or something with that in the future, that will be a totally separate standalone. But I I like that. Like even uh something small like when nintendo announced like hey we're pushing back metroid prime 4 we know it's going to disappoint our fans but at the same time i i just appreciate the just upfront of like yep. hey this is this is our goal this is what we're doing yep. I, I just appreciate knowing what's going on set expectations of just, exactly mm-hmm. so again if you wanted that part of the game you know hey I, that's what i liked about it i'm not getting it so but anyways why what is the multiplayer like because well, i mean okay well for full disclosure i don't dislike the campaign of last of us it it is good. clearly a very good game yep. you were just I trying just, to get a rise out of randall I, see, I, I think it's just a pretty good game oh I'll, no i think it's I'll naughty dog's actually, best game <laughs> i i will agree with your pretty good sentiment i i i just i can't wrap my head around the amount of praise that has gotten um mainly because i think the the praise uh is 
more directed at the story, which I didn't think was anything that hmm. unique in terms of. It was just another zombie thing. Yeah. To me. Oh, and that's pretty reductive. I that's think, really reductive. I, th- I think that's what that game <laughs> yeah, is. From what I, and granted, I did not see it through to the end, so I don't know how the story. But I I played through the first season and a half. I think you play through like a whole year, and I played yeah. through a pretty good chunk of this game. And and to be fair, uh, I one of I was talking to one of our buddies, Mikey, the other day, and he was saying he's he's a big fan of this game as well. And he was saying like later in the game, you're you're fighting less of the clickers or the zombies and more people. Yes. Where, where, but then again, like. So when it feels more like an Uncharted game, it's good. No, and when right. it feels and when it feels less it's like that, at least for me, scenario. I just, but again, that's just so generic to I me. The post-apocalyptic, definitely I, I don't know, as opposed to Indiana Jones. I, I never said that. I, I don't know. I just, I just, I'm just, yeah. Let's I go, guess okay. you got a point. You got a point. You got a point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got nothing for that. But. Claws come out. Uh, I think part of it too is like uh, I didn't, I did not fall in love with the the character that everyone like loves so much. Like the girl Ellie is just like it, it. It felt like they were just trying so hard to get the point across. They're like, oh, she's the cool young teenager. Like she says fucking shit all the time. It's like okay, <laughs> we get it. I don't know. I I didn't. DJ take to doesn't her. like cursing. No. <laughs> yeah, my games are rated teen at most. <laughs> it, it felt a little tryhardy. I felt the same. I felt the same. But we get we can we clearly differ on on this aspect. Yes. Of of the so the multiplayer. But, <laughs> yeah. None of the clickers are in the multiplayer. It's just these like four on four squads where you and your team like start out with like very limited resources um and but there are little stashes of resources throughout the map so okay so you're in, still crafting in the same in multiplayer oh yeah okay oh, in the same lot. spot each time or is it is that like in the same spots each okay. time yeah um so you know although like the game because it's a third person shooter it lends itself well to you know playing stealthily um especially because you, you still have that like listening elements where you can kind of hear if you know yeah if enemy players are like moving around or something you kind of see them um through walls and whatever um oh interesting so yeah although there's you know a lot of it's it's easy to be stealthy with this game but because you need to get these resources to get an edge over the other team you're not just sitting back and camping like that's not going right. to be what wins you the game okay so it's like I, I i like that kind of balance that it i don't know lends itself to yeah and i mean i i like team-based stuff and again i mean if this is four players i mean maybe we should give this a try I'd maybe i should that. give this game oh, another yeah. chance have, have you played much of the online at all Randall? none zero no i'd forgot oh. that it was a thing to be honest i just never even bothered booting that part of the game up yeah i i again i forget all the time and it's kind of crazy to me that there's still people playing this game yeah, like dj dude, was still, able to boot it up people and playing get warcraft 3 man like. i know but but it, you know with i know we've talked before on the podcast like games just even even pokemon it, like it seems like for like a week at most i was seeing like everything on twitter instagram pokemon pokemon and now it's just gone it's and I'm not saying people aren't playing it and it's still popping up and it's relevant and whatever, but it's just the games, even the the, the biggest releases just come and go. Down. The new Star yeah. Wars game just came out and it's just like, oh, there's a new Star Wars game. It's supposed to be good. Okay, what's next? Yeah, that is it's just crazy. immediate. <laughs> I, yeah. I guess to be fair, like a month or two ago is when, you know, PS Plus released Last of Us Remastered for free. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's there's, true. Yeah. Probably a decent bump from yeah that probably helped a lot even even if it was just like someone like you who already had the game like just putting it back in your head again right now so because i I was actually gonna ask about like you know how how long ago was it that the like it came out i mean it was a playstation we were living together yeah it was a playstation 3 game and then they remastered it for playstation 4 so i mean it's it's been 2013 2012 13 yeah okay like, six so years is are there like rankings in the matchmaking or is it i mean you've just got like of, a level okay because i was kind of wondering like especially for like games that have like this legacy of an online play like people have been playing it for years like yeah. sometimes i, if I you saw get some level 999 people <laughs> are you <laughs> kidding me 
Saw a couple of those. <laughs> Triple digit. And what, le- what, what level are you at? Just at- Oh, I'm like level four, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you were starting over but from I, I've, scratch. I've been playing like a decent amount, like at least five hours so it's not like it's not super quick leveling up yeah um but it doesn't feel like you're playing against people who have dedicated their lives and like you have no chance of like competing against them or is it still kind of unbalanced if you're playing against you just get a role where you're up against thirds i'd say that's not typically the case okay i'd say most of the time i feel like i have a chance maybe i'm delusional i don't know (laughs) Well, you're always going to get a little bit of that in online matchmaking. to say you're always delusional. (laughs) Illusion of chance. They also, like, kind of frame the the online somewhat in a campaign style where it's like, you know, each after each game, it's like, you know, the the results. It's like you're building a, a, a community or whatever. Like, it's the better you do and uh like you're you're gathering more recruits for your community or whatever and Hmm. you know every so often it'll be like oh here's this opportunity to gain a bunch more members like pick which challenge you want to complete like you want to down enemies a certain amount of time or like get a certain amount of kills with this gun like you get to pick which challenge you want to fulfill to like and how well you do that challenge like they have different tiers for like how many more recruits you can get or It'll be like, oh, like the enemy faction is attacking and however well you do over the next three games determines how many people you'll lose from your community. So like even though like this whole like sense of like you building your own community of survivors like is not in any way essential to playing like it, there's that added element if you want to partake in it. It gives you a reason to come back or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I, I I envisioned it, even knowing that it was there, still kind of envisioned it to be some sort of like just kind of shallow experience that that maybe you're just enjoying the mechanics of. Right. But it sounds like there's there's a lot going on here. That I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I want you to check it out. All you right. You need to check out that. You need to check out Titanfall too. <laughs> I got a lot to play. I got a lot of triple A, a lot of triple A gaming to do. <laughs> but uh, in the meantime, I think Randall and I can uh, can wrap up this week talking about uh, another uh, space shooter game that we've been playing. Yeah. Uh, this is like a, a you know a retro inspired. You know, I would say it's like sixteen bit style oh, yeah. pixel art. Um, you know, side on uh, side scrolling shmup. Yep. And uh, this game is called uh, Super Hydora. Hydora. Um, and I'm I'm having a really good time with this game. I mean, it's it reminds me a lot of uh, I'm getting some Gradius or Gradius yep. vibes, uh, a little bit of R type even. Yep. Um, and uh, one of the things that kind of caught my eye with this game is that like most most shmups or even mo- just most retro games seem to have eight levels or eight worlds or whatever. And this game was like there's 21 plus levels with 35 bosses or something like that. And it was like. Uh, and, and now that I've played a little bit, you know, there's, uh, there's a few branching paths and it looks like you can kind of go and select different levels. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of really appreciating all the options. Like you can play, like, I think it's pilot mode or pro mode or whatever. And that's like one hit kill. You can pick up a shield and, and, uh, I think you can even stack shields if you pick up more than one. Yep. Um, or you can play on, I think it's called rookie mode and that you can take three hits or you essentially start with two shields. Thank goodness. Um, or it might even be mode. three shields. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it, I just like the options. And then like, uh, we were talking about before Randall, you can also, you do have to forfeit your score if you choose to use a continue. Yeah. That's a but cool you mechanic. Can use as many continues as you like yep. to see the game through to the end. Yep. So, and that's not to say that it doesn't start getting tough. Like each level, uh, I've, I've made it through, I've been kind of playing like I always do, like kind of forcing myself. I've, I've played the rookie mode a few times, but I'm kind of playing that pro mode. And yeah. even though I could continue, I am starting over from scratch and just trying to get these levels down, but Ooh. it's a little bit of a slower pace. And I, I do appreciate that it has like, uh, like a little bit of vertical scrolling up and down. Like it, so the level is not just like a fixed perspective. You're able to like, Oh, I'm going to go around this like asteroid and go above it yep. or below it. And like the screen will scroll up or down a little bit. Kind of like thunder um, force where you kind of have example. two screens vertically to kind of go between, even though it's a horizontal shooter. <coughs> yeah. 
And uh, and yeah, I just like I appreciate like it seems like you unlock a bunch of different weapons. I've only unlocked a, a few different ones so far, but like you essentially have like a green meter like there for your power ups. You can you can kill enemies or there's sometimes like either like a full string of enemies or like there'll be like a little red block that you can shoot that will uh, drop either like a green. It'll alternate between a green and a red like orb that just kind of fluctuates. If you pick up the green, that upgrades your main weapon, whatever your main gun is. Yep. And if you pick up the red, that upgrades like your missiles, which you pick up after like the second level, I think. Yep. Um, which are just shooting either at the ground or I think you eventually get like a double missile or a missile that shoots both the ceiling and the ground at the same time. Very gradius uh, that way. Yeah. Yeah. It has, it has some very strong vibes. But again, I, I just kind of appreciate like how fleshed out of an experience it is. Oh, it yeah. feels like you're really going on like a, a full adventure um, when I boot up like a campaign, you know, yeah. even though I am starting over from scratch, like it has more of that than just like, oh, I'm just pounding through these arcade levels. Like it just has like a little bit more wrapped around the package. Oh, and I really appreciate the production that. Values with, are good. Uh, like I was impressed I, when, when, you know, you convinced me to buy this game. Yeah. I thought I was just going to get uh, not a buy the numbers shooter, but yeah, like a widescreen retro inspired shooter. But like they added a, another layer of polish and presentation where there's some like, I think purposely bad retro voice acting. And yeah. it, it seems very like turbo graphic CD slash Sega CD inspired soundtrack slash like voiceovers from the developers or interns that you had in the room at the time type of yeah, thing going it on. It definitely has that feel. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really good. <laughs> like there's, there's even like a bit of a story thing. There's like little scenes that play out before certain levels that kind of keep the story going. And there's some like cinematic elements to it, even though it at heart is just a 16 bit, shooter made in widescreen like I, i'm really impressed and i appreciate like each level kind of has like a transition out of like oh you you finished the level part of it now now we're on to the boss battle yeah and it kind of like you'll zoom off into the next little like screen and uh then face off against the boss but yeah like and just like you said i mean it's just there. like a f- what's that <laughs> it saves your your you know level up to that point where if you die you're not having to go through the whole level again to to fight the boss. If you need to use a continue, that's a different story. But if you have three lives and you've only lost one, you can play again at the boss part only, which is great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm having a blast with this game and I'm, uh, you know, it's not as frantic as stuff like we've talked about stared in, in the early days of the podcast or some of these other shmups that are like, it, it has a bullet hell feel to it to a degree, but it, but yeah, it feels a little slower, um, which I kind of like. It's a it's a more leisurely experience. Like, I don't feel like I have to have my adrenaline like pumping through my veins to play this game, even though DJ, you watched me play like a, a couple levels before uh, we recorded. And it's like I was definitely having some close calls. Oh, it, yeah, it, yeah it, it got me going for sure. I was getting excited and getting into the game. And but I, I appreciate that it isn't like, you know, stare it in with the, like a heavy metal blasting soundtrack. And like you, you got to be kind of in the right frame of mind to want to be punished yeah Um, (laughs) it's a little bit slower but man i i don't get sweaty palms often but some of those later levels i was like clutching man i was getting the little condensation on the controller trying to keep (laughs) up and like weave between bullets and enemies like man it gets hard yeah and it feels good you know it it takes again it's a little slower pace than some of the other shooters that we've played or talked about before but it, it it just takes a few basically one play and you're and you got the hang of the the feel of the ship and uh one thing you know it is a little bit of a bummer maybe that there's not a bunch of different ships i always appreciate when there's a bunch of different characters or a bunch of oh they but again you have all these different weapons and i haven't unlocked many of them but i I, it seems like there is a lot of customization uh, that you're able to do which i do appreciate me too and and i like you kind of mentioned before the the branching paths with a level map layout it's kind of like uh darius uh the very fish-based shmup of of your um that you can kind (laughs) of select one of two paths uh to go with especially like in my circumstance i was doing the mode where you know unlike kevin i I was not i was not quite that hardcore you know it was saving my progress where i was kind of up to a, a a node level that i could go in one of two directions i tried one level whoa that's way too hard okay let me try the other way all right i can progress and then kept going that way which i really appreciated as well and there's auto fire which i always appreciate 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. You need that. You yeah. need that. Even though some, there are some games that do feel great to just keep hammering on the fire of button, course. like like enter the gungeon, like if it needs that like satisfying, like, yeah. you know, feedback from every time you're shooting. But yeah. yeah, for a shmup like this where it's hectic enough just to be focusing on dodging, it's like, you know, you can't also be tapping no. the controller and shaking it around. No, because, uh, yeah, that's no good. <laughs> yeah, you're you're weaving through some tight scenarios there, especially as the levels go on. Yeah. And and it is worth noting that this is a slightly more expensive game, but it yeah. but it kind of caught my eye. I was like, hey, why why is this shmup twenty dollars? Yep. And uh and it, I did grab it on sale for a slightly discounted price, but I do think it is offering up uh again, I mean you have to be someone that's into playing these retro style shmups, but I mean I don't think twenty bucks is a, a crazy price no. to ask because I think this is a more fleshed out experience than you're typically getting from uh even you know we've talked about some of like the psycho shooters yeah. uh which have really great vivid art styles and and maybe even more uh more unique art styles but at the same time it's like it is just like a rapid fire like you're probably going to beat the game if if you were able to play through like gunbird 2 for example in one sitting you're probably going to beat it in 20 minutes maybe yeah. or like this there is probably like games. a good hour and a half yep. yeah yep so it's it's a pretty padded out experience and i'm excited to see some of these later levels that uh that you've made it to randall yeah <laughs> so let's get really <laughs> hard but they're worth seeing i'll say that much i'm gonna keep playing this as well even though i, yeah. I kind of ran up against a wall but I'm, I'm gonna see this thing through one way or another yeah well, thank thank God for those save states uh-huh. or not save states, but save saving whatever your... save progress. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, well, I think we can pretty much wrap it up there this week, guys. Uh, I don't have anything else to talk about, so yeah, we can call it. <laughs> Kevin's <laughs> done talking, so I'm done talking, so over. it's over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I think we can wrap it up there. And uh, again, as always, uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, the internet, pursuingpixels.com, or just search pursuing pixels on whatever website you're on, and maybe we're there. And uh, until next <laughs> week, uh, we will uh, catch you all then. Take care. See ya. Bye bye. Bye. Slay the Spire is meaty. Us? No. Are you watching? I'm it? playing Euchre. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, man. In between hands. Oh, oh, I'm done. So, okay. Is, is that asynchronous? Hmm? Because, like, Euchre, you have to play with other people. Yeah, I am. Or is it with other, like, are those your friends? Or are those strangers? No. <laughs> strangers, baby. <clears throat> And you're just going to stop? Let's save, save it for the it. cast. <laughs> wow. This is the cast. We're on. We're doing it live. We're here Let's to do talk it live. about Euchre today. Fuck it. DJ, keep playing that as we're talking okay. about Slay the Spire. <laughs> I'll tell you about a card game. <laughs> okay, that is the perfect transition. <laughs> this is not your father's Euchre. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs>